0: And now we bring you Mary from Michigan Saves the World, the story of one young woman's search for truth in a life of peril, fortune, and fate. In the distant trailer home of Ella Fontaine, Mary Marshall, the loyal Scott Dascom, and the charming John Cowan find a ceiling crudely painted in blue and silver in a pattern matching that of the medieval tapestry Mary was asked to investigate by Arthur Mendez. But how could that design have ended up on Ella Fontaine's ceiling, and what could it possibly mean? As the trio consider this mystery, they are surprised by a visitor, Warrendale nurse Gillian Fox, who is revealed to be Ella Fontaine's ex-girlfriend. Gillian Fox douses the trailer with gasoline and starts a conflagration, and, shocking everyone, walks into the flames to face certain death. In the stunned aftermath, Mary, Scott, and John resolve to return to Warrendale to pursue the question, what can the connection be between Julia and Arthur Mendez, and what mystery could be so terrible that Gillian Fox would willingly die for it? Now, with Scott and John in the back corridors of Warrendale, we hear Mary say...
1: Dr. Blank's office is right down here, I think.
0: Mary, I still can't believe they let us back here so easily.
2: I was thinking we were gonna have to sneak in.
1: Well, as I said, Dr. Blank and I came to an arrangement when we were here earlier. Anytime I need anything, all I have to do is ask or, you know, text. Which right now, after everything that just happened with Jillian Fox, I'm glad about. I feel like maybe he's one person we can at least partly trust.
2: When you texted him, you didn't tell him about Jillian, did you? About her setting that fire in Elefontaine's trailer and then walking into the fire?
1: No. I wasn't sure how to say it. And I didn't want to break the news to him that way. It didn't seem very nice.
2: Uh Mary, did you When we were here earlier mm? Mary Did you hook up with Doctor Blank?
1: Doctor Blank and I came to an arrangement. Oh my god. But no We didn't. Well, the way things are going, I might as well. Everybody else seems to have lost their minds, and he is attractive, actually. Oh, Mary! Uh,
2: I bet Dr. Blank had a thing for Julia.
1: I think he did. And knowing Julia, she had a thing for him, too. And you remember where Dr. Blank had Julia's bed set up? All alone, out in that amazing greenhouse attached to the ward? So he could visit her whenever he wanted, without anybody knowing about it. Oh, okay, here we are. Dr. Robert Blank, chair of applied psychiatry.
2: This place is so old and beautiful. Everything's original.
1: I still need to ask my dad how they ended up choosing this place. Hmm. it's strange. When I texted him, he said he'd be in his office. Uh, Dr. Blank? Huh. Well, he's not here anyway.
2: Maybe he's in the greenhouse.
1: Oh, it's worth a look. I think it was down this way.
2: Uh, Mary, maybe... You should talk to him by yourself. I don't think so. I don't like the idea of that at all. We have no idea what he has to do with all of this.
1: I think it's a good idea. I'll be all right. Uh,
2: you you can't know that for sure, Mary, after everything that's happened already.
1: I'll be fine.
2: And meanwhile, Scotty, you and I can sort of slip into his office. Oh, jeez. And see what we can discover.
1: All right, <laughs> you be careful.
2: You be careful, Mary. Whatever's happening, it's really bad.
1: I know. That's why we have to do something. Right down here. Uh, Dr. Blank? Uh, Dr. Blank, it's Mary Marshall. Well, that's strange. Dr. Blank? Mary? Oh! Oh, you, you startled me.
0: I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I thought you saw me.
1: Why are you sitting there, tucked away like that?
0: It's nice here ferns, or whatever they are.
1: It looks like it.
0: Go on over. There's another chair.
1: Oh, uh, thank you.
0: You found Ella, I suppose? Well, no. You found something.
1: I'm afraid what we found isn't very good news. Julia? No.
0: Julia's handiwork, then?
1: Well, not directly, I don't think. We did find Ella Fontaine's trailer. She wasn't home. In fact, it looks like she's moved out completely or run away. Mm Mm-hmm. You guessed that.
0: I suppose I'm not surprised.
1: Someone else found the trailer, too. While we were there. Gillian Fox. Ah. You knew they were seeing one another. Gillian and Ella?
0: I had a notion.
1: Did Ella... Did Ella and my sister, did they end up sleeping together? Is that why Gillian and Ella broke up?
0: You talked to Gillian, I guess.
1: Briefly. Just... Just a little while ago.
0: Mary, you're upset.
1: Gillian Fox is dead. How? She lit Ella Fontaine's trailer on fire with gas. She had two gas cans in her truck, and she sloshed them all around. And then she lit the gas, and then she walked into the fire.
0: You saw this? Yes. You were there?
1: Yes, me and Scott and John.
0: Mary, I'm I'm sorry. That that must have been unspeakably horrifying.
1: I tried to stop her. I tried to keep her from doing it, from lighting the fire, and the, from walking into it.
0: Do the police know?
1: We called 911, but we drove away. I didn't want to be. I guess I, I didn't want to be seen there.
0: So we'll be hearing from the police soon. I
1: guess as soon as they identify the body.
0: Uh, Or figure out whose trailer it was. I guess so. To answer your question, no. Uh, Ella and Julia were not sleeping together.
1: Because Julia was sleeping with you? No. I don't believe that.
0: I can see that.
1: You put her out here in this greenhouse because it was a way to have her whenever you wanted her. No. I came here because I need your help, Dr. Blank.
0: I'm here to offer my help.
1: I hope so. What do you know about the secret my sister told Ella Fontaine?
0: Ah, well, just what Ella said. That Julia told Ella some secret, and that when Ella told someone, Julia tried to kill her.
1: Ella told Jillian Fox?
0: I don't know that for sure, but yes, it seems likely.
1: Do you know what Ella told her? I do not. Do you know what reason Jillian would have for killing herself?
0: One thing I've learned about suicide, Mary, is not to think of it in terms of reasons. It's not a reasoned position, most of the time.
1: Gillian Fox was very sane. Very frightened, and very sane.
0: Well, what did she tell you?
1: Dr. Blank, did Ella keep anything here? Any papers or drawings? Drawings? Anything at all.
0: I don't know. I haven't asked or looked.
1: What about Gillian Fox?
0: All current employees have a locker in the staff room around the corner from my office. You could look there before the police do.
1: Do you have keys?
0: What did Jillian tell you, Mary, before she stepped into the fire?
1: Do you really not know?
0: No, honestly, I have no idea what this is all about. I'm still in shock, I think.
1: Jillian told me that if I wanted to live, if I ever wanted to be happy again, I should stop looking around, stop trying to find out what was going on. Really? She said that it... Whatever it is, that it's bigger than any of us.
0: It certainly feels that way.
1: Dr. Blank, why were you sitting out here? Why weren't you in your office?
0: Uh, I lost track of time, apparently.
1: You were thinking about Julia. You were missing her. Yes. You were in love with her. I don't know. You can have me, doctor. You can have me instead. Mary. Julie is not the only one who knows what she likes when she sees it.
0: Mary, don't. Oh, we
1: are just the same, Doctor. You'll see. Here. Feel that? See? Just the same.
0: You're not. You're not the same. I'm sorry.
1: We are more similar than you might think, Dr. Blank.
0: You're nothing like her. (laughs)
1: Lucky me.
0: Yes, lucky you. Here are the keys you need. Jillian's locker is number nine. Ella's is number eight. Now, please, go before the police get here. Before anything else happens.
1: Scotty, John.
0: Mary.
2: Mary, no luck. We didn't find anything in Dr. Blank's office.
1: Well, look, he gave me the keys to Ella's and Jillian's lockers, number eight and nine.
2: What did you do, Mary?
1: Only what I had to. Come on, the staff room is around this corner. We just have to hope nobody's in there. Um... Here. Scotty, why don't you go in first? Me? You can pretend you were looking for the bathroom. Why me? Uh, Because if they see me, they'll think I'm Julia. And they'll jump up and stick me with whatever needles they've got lying around.
2: Oh, fair point. Okay. Mary, someone's coming. Excuse me, what are you doing back there? It's empty, come on.
1: Don't let him see me, John. Hurry up, get inside. Lock the door, hurry.
2: Locker 8, here it is, 8 and 9.
1: Quick, the keys. This one's Ella's. Oh, it's empty, completely empty. Quick,
2: try the other one, try Jillian's.
1: Oh, that's empty too. Oh, wait, Mm. what's this way in the back of this top shelf? Got it. It's a key. It's got a tag on it. Morton Safe Storage Unit 102. It's a key to a storage unit. Unlock this door. Come on. We've got to get out of here. Now.
0: You won't want to miss the next chapter in Mary from Michigan Saves the World at this same time Monday when you'll hear Mary Marshall say...
1: The police must be starting to investigate why Jillian Fox walked into the fire like that. Why she'd willingly kill herself. So we have to get there before anyone else.
0: That's next week on Mary from Michigan Saves the World. Mary from Michigan Saves the World features Eva Rosenwald, Lauren Bass, Matthew Webb, Ted Gibson, John Seibert, Terry Heck, and Catherine Banks as Mary Marshall. Music by Pamela Meisel. Scripts and direction by Michael Byers. This is your announcer, David Zinn, inviting you to tune in next week for the continued story of Mary Marshall's search for truth in a life of peril, fortune, and fate. This is the Empire Podcasting System.